0: gather round this is the ticket water cooler brought to you by culligan of lincoln you
1: need to be more like a dog we don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah.
0: coming at you live from the compo chevrolet gmc studios in the heart of lincoln america
1: what's better than this guys being dudes
0: on air and online at the here are your hosts jake Bakoven and nathan brennan
2: Happy Tuesday, everybody. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Jake Bokovan. He is Nate Brennan. And, Nate, we're going to have you stick around a little bit today because uh, Strick is uh, still having some traveling issues. We might be able to jump in uh, later today, but he's also got uh, meetings down there. He's not just going to watch basketball. So he's uh, he's got some important business to take care of today. He's so a man we'll of see. the people. He is a man he's of the people. man of the people. Of people. And uh, he's obviously great to, to have on our show when we can get him. But uh, uh, we'll see if he's able to join at all today for On the Block. But either way... I, the people have asked for more Nate Brennan, and the people are getting what they wanted. Whether um, you like it or not. Yeah, Some people said they wanted me more, so there you go. Yeah, other people tell you to st- shut up about Virginia
0: Tech, so as long as you don't bring <laughs> up the Hokies too much. I won't bring up the Hokies. Uh, it depends. <laughs> if it but naturally. And uh, if it naturally flows it into the way. conversation, then sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, the news of the day,
2: uh, about a half an hour ago, uh, the guys on the Happy Hour were talking about it. Marquis Step. Uh, projected to be a backup uh, running back at Nebraska as entered the transfer portal. Um, Kind of interesting because I don't think that he'd be able to play right away. I think they've they've already passed that line. But also for him, he already used his one-time transfer and play right away for Nebraska. Uh, So at that point, you have to just figure he's pretty low on the depth chart for that battle at running back. And we've talked all year long about how Stacked that running back room is the return of Gabe Irvin, Robert Johnson, uh, Nebraska's returning leading rusher, uh, who might be playing a little bit in the slot, so might be a little bit more versatile. Of course, Anthony Grant, the top Juco running back coming in, and Jockeyant seemingly getting bigger by the day, stronger by the day in the very least. Uh, kind of left Marquis' step on the back burner in a long shot to play Uh, a lot different. Was it Fordham last year where he got like a hundred yards? It was something like that. And then they just scrapped him from the playbook until the final drive against Iowa when he was brought in as a pass protection running back. Very strange times, Very strange strange altogether for Marquis step tenure here at Nebraska. Uh, But he leaves not necessarily with the uh, biggest uh, stats. Like we said, 177 yards, two touchdowns last season. I don't think it's. I think that more than anything shows you that things are moving along, probably the way you wanted them to in that room. I think if Marquis step, and it's nothing against him. It's not like, hey, he's gone. Let's all you know crap on him or anything. Uh, it's just I. I don't think that you would be uh, in the best position with your other guys proge- progressing the way that you wanted them to if he was going to get a lion's share of the carries. It's just it's a crowded room, and I think that between those guys. You feel really good based on what you've seen on the field. And it's kind of the same thing I said the other day about Logan Smothers. If he's your third quarterback, um, I think you're in a good spot because he's already shown to be a quarterback, albeit with a game plan that's not sustainable. But spot play can win you games. I think Ramir. I think you're much in the same position there with Ramir Johnson. If he's the starting running back, you feel pretty confident. He's a bit of a playmaker last year. Uh, just under 500 yards. Didn't you know? Maybe if he would played all season and had that lead role all season, uh, would have had a little bit more. It's not. I don't think Ramir is Amir Abdullah, um, right, but I think that right. he's pretty solid. And so if if he's Starting, you're you're good there. You've got a good host of backs. If he's not starting, you're going, man, somebody had to surplant a pretty good Big Ten running back in Ramir Johnson
0: to take off. I think the biggest thing, though, and a lot of Husker fans have been frustrated about this, myself included, I I think running back is one of those positions that you have to establish the guy. And obviously, the first position that comes to mind is quarterback. I think you need an established starter. I do not like the two-quarterback system. I don't think it's ever worked. I don't think it ever will work, especially if you're a team that's competing in the Big Ten. You, ha- you have to have an established starter quarterback. I think running back is the same way. I mean, there's something that, to be said about confidence, about uh, moving forward, establishing the run game with, with one guy. I mean, it, it's, it's we saw so many times that, Jacques Yant is a perfect example, Bach, that he would have two, three rushes, wouldn't be successful, and then he'd get benched. I mean, I, I don't think that's the recipe for success, and I'm not sure who the number one guy is going to be. Maybe it's Gabe Irvin. Maybe it's Anthony Grant. Maybe it's Jacquez Yant. Maybe it is Ramirez. I, I don't know, and I think that's kind of the uncertainty, and that's probably why Marquis Step left is that it's a loaded room, and there isn't really an established starter, but you need to find that. And the guys were talking about the happy hour and they were kind of jumping around and I was a little bit confused by the conversation, but they proved that the running backs that are coming back, there is is confidence and there is hope that they will have solid rush yards per attempt, solid rushing yards throughout the season, solid carries, but the thing is is that you're able to establish it now because of Mark Whipple's offense. And I think that's the biggest thing and that would obviously mean that Scott Frost has taken a back seat, which by all the things that we've heard in the offseason that he has been doing that. But when you have Last year, that Adrian Martinez is forced to run the ball, whether it be a design quarterback run while it be him evading outside the pocket, however you have you, I don't think you're going to have that as much this year. And we looked at Mark Whipple's offenses in the past, especially at Pittsburgh, and he likes to sling the rock. But if you also look at the running backs that he's had, no, they're not rushing for an 1,000-yard season, but you have two guys that have established the running game. You are able to run the football, and I think that's a big part of Nebraska's offense, and I'll tell you right now, I'd put on a run-the-damn-football hat right now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I've run the damn ball. i of those in my closet, yeah. Run the damn ball, and I'm all for it, but you need to realize a lot of this, and I know they got frustrated with me on the happy hour because I brought up Adrian Martinez. Unfortunately, whether you like it or not, the offense was built around Adrian Martinez. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that was the designed offense, And there's no no way around it. Scott Frost had latched on to Adrian Martinez, and he was going to be the focal point of the offense whether you liked it or not. This upcoming season, guess what? That's not going to be the case. And I don't know how it's going to look on the field. It'll be interesting to see if Casey Thompson wins that position. Chubba Purdy, it looks like he's probably similar to Casey Thompson. He can run, not a designed runner. Right. Bigger could take more Bigger, hits. Bigger could probably take more hits, but you don't have a guy in the room outside of Logan Smothers, who presumably isn't going to be the starter, that is built like Adrian Martinez to carry the ball 15, 20 well, times a Well, he's not necessarily built for that. But, he, but if you look at the Iowa game, that was their plan. But that's to have what, him run 15, 20 we all times a what said was that's right. not a sustainable
2: game plan playing with him at quarterback, but that was the offense that he was recruited to, right? I mean, and that's where when he talked about, you know, with Sip the other day, it's everybody that's admirable what he's done to stick around Logan. Um, it's just, you know, can he make the throws in this offense? Because that's ne- not necessarily his strength. It's more of his athleticism, right. his speed, his ability that he does bring to you in the running game. He's just not uh, quarterback draw up the middle. Four times a game, you know, over the course of a season, and like you said, Casey certainly, 20 times. and
0: Casey certainly
2: isn't. Casey case. really is not that at all. Um,
0: but he can run. We've watched his film.
2: Right. He can. He's capable of moving. Uh, you know, it, it's not like he's a you know, a guy in. You know, for how much success he's had at the at the coaching level, Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor could hardly move out of the pocket. There's going to be guys that, that can't do that. He's capable of moving. He's just, you're not going to have him have a whole lot of designed runs, um, hopefully, uh, because he'll get to beat his frames, just not for that. And he's not like... He's, he's, he's a solid enough athlete, but if you're talking about a scrambling quarterback, I, I wouldn't necessarily think that putting him in those sort of offenses is, is going to be his strength. His, his strength is slinging the ball around.
0: And that's what makes me so excited, Bach, is I don't mean to interrupt you, but when you look at Mark Whipple's offense last year, it was very similar to Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was not running design quarterback runs, but we saw it in the ACC championship. When he needs to run the football, he will. I think Casey Thompson's a perfect example. Do we have a Jordan Addison on this roster? No, probably not. But we we have receivers that have proven themselves. Omar Manning, Marcus Washington. uh, Maybe obviously not to the extent that a Jordan Addison has, but you have guys in the room that Casey Thompson will get you the ball. And when he has to run, he will. And I just think... That's why we need to be a little bit patient with this and stop comparing it to last season. And I know that the guy at the forefront, the guy at the top, who was essentially calling the plays last season, by all indications, Mm -hmm. Scott Frost is still here. I get all that. But this is a completely different offense, completely different coaching staff, completely different quarterback. Even the running back room for all that's returning, there's still some changes, too. So I think we just need to be a little bit patient and wait to see how this offense shapes out and stop comparing it to last season because the big change is Adrian Martinez. And that was how the offense was run through
2: him. Well, I mean, there's, it's just, it's a lot of change because it's not just Adrian. It's, it's, you know, it's the different offense that you're running all together. Correct. Um, offensive what, coordinator, different, different. teams. Yeah. yeah, the offensive coordinator is different, and that's why I kind of hesitate to go back to, hey, you were close last year, is because this is a completely different team than last year. You're right. You have a, you know, you can say you're in your fifth year. Uh, building this thing back, if you were Scott Frost, you're in your first year of a new offense. It's, you know, and and usually that that takes some time to get going. That's why I hope there's going to be some patience with it at the same time. like Battling the patience uh, with the, the frustration if something's not getting done correct is going to be interesting early on in the season. Um, it, it's 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 going to be fascinating. It's going to be a fun watch and and thankfully they have a lighter schedule up front to kind of get through that before obviously the back end of the, uh, the season gets a little bit tougher. Now that Oklahoma game, it is what it is. You're going to have to play some some tough games. Um, traveling halfway around the world probably doesn't make it any easier, but at least you are playing Northwestern there. Uh, we always invite you guys to join in on the conversation. Starter Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. Pat uh, joins in and says, sounds like Steph waited until he graduated before entering the transfer portal so he can be a grad transfer and play immediately. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for stepping in and, and mentioning that. I, I'm, I didn't know that he had graduated or you know if that's the case, so um, that is a good thought there. Thomas in Lincoln says, Michigan has two running backs that are considered starters for how many reps they take yeah, it's it's funny. Like, Michigan's so heavily, uh, you know, so heavily run, especially early in the season last year. Remember, we were all surprised when they came out and Cade McNamara, like, threw for over 25 passes. We're like, whoa, they, you know, that just not had been their M.O. Uh, at that point in the season. And, uh, yeah, it's the same thing this year. Blake uh um, is, you know, one of the best running backs in the league. Hassan Haskins is off, but they've got another guy in Donovan Edwards that they believe can kind of take over that. Um, if you run that much, a two headed monster is not too bad, but you got to consider, you got to figure that that's not where Nebraska's offense is headed toward, regardless of how much we'd like to see more running game. Um, let me, but I think they're going to sling the ball around a little bit more than than Michigan. Michigan's just so heavily run
0: after you
1: get Nick real quick. I want to go over some of,
0: of. Pittsburgh's offense last year for a little bit of comparison, but go, go ahead. ahead and get Nick
1: first. That's good. I'm glad you guys are going to do that because that's what I'm going to come on with. And I'm going to leave. I'm not going to stay around. Um, so I was looking up because we always think that Mark Whipple's offense is going to look a lot different. I think they had like 500 carries with running backs or whatever last year, but it was like four different guys. Um, they didn't have a feature guy. Kenny three. Pickett. Three okay, three. Kenny Pickett had 97 carries last year. Adrian Martinez had 133. You also have to take Pat take into account that. Um, sacks are included in those totals right so Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett was actually sacked two more times than Adrian Martinez he was sacked 29 times Adrian Martinez was sacked 27 times so when we look at this you're looking at obviously we know Nebraska relied on Adrian Martinez to run the ball and be kind of their offense a lot Um, and and he chose to be a lot of times as well so um, with that in mind I just don't know – I don't I'm, – I'm hesitant to use the caveat that this offense is going to look so different just because Adrian Martinez is not there because Kenny Pickett is not anywhere close to Adrian Martinez, and they still ran him quite a bit. They still had let him use his legs quite a bit, and they still sacked him quite a like, They still didn't find a featured running back at all. So like when we talk about all these things with Mark Whipple's offense that we're going to find a featured running back, we're going to find two guys that really take the load – Once again, we always talk about, oh, Mark Whipple is going to be different. And now Nick, it's, you it's, show at Pittsburgh, and there not one guy had over 650 yards rushing.
0: That well, it's significantly different because if you look at the top: uh, Israel Abinaconda, mm-hmm. Vincent Davis, Rodney Hammond Jr. In terms of the number of carries, yes, but it's very, not it's only that. Different. Your your top running back ran for 650 yards. Your second running back ran for 600, and your third ran for 500. So that means but that I'm your three headed monster ran for 2,000 yards. We, we
1: have a lot of the, we have the discussion <laughs> though of finding an Bad established an established guy 1,500. We talk about having an established guy or one or two established guys. And, and granted, Nebraska fans, including myself, are probably, are, we're just ready for a running game. So, yes, Pittsburgh had a running game. But when we talk about Mark Whipple specifically and at the quarterback position, it's going to be so different. Kenny Pickett is nowhere close to the quarterback Adrian Martinez was. And we all, and that's, he was why, a Heisman finalist. That's why I said, nowhere quarterback to the court, the way they're not. They're not comparable. You can't say they're not comparable. Oh, I thought you said he's nowhere close to Adrian Martinez. No, no, that's what he said, but what he meant. Yes, yes. No, I'm not putting that them in the same discussion. But so so that's my point, though, is that we're we're saying that just because Mark Whipple's here, it's going to be a completely different offense. When in reality, yes, he took Kenny Pickett, who had three bad college years, and made him a number 22 overall pick in the NFL draft. He sure did. But to say that they're going to have an established running back and to say that they're going to pass the ball more and that they're not going to rely on a quarterback run. I'm just not ready to buy it yet because they didn't do that at Pitt. Well, Nick, you got to realize Pittsburgh's offense—it wasn't designed
0: quarterback. Runs. You're absolutely right. There was designed Adrian Martinez you, runs. You're absolutely off, right, but, but you just you just got designed yeah, you, exactly.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And but we just got off the phone with Cole at the end of our show that said that they ran the option and that Adrian Martinez chose not to give it. up. I'm not saying I'm just saying I, I know they're you're designed not.
0: quarterback. You're runs.
1: absolutely right, but I'm just saying like I'm not, I'm personally not ready. Like I, I hate using that caveat because that it's going to look so much different, and that's why we should have a ton of hope for this season is because will they find a featured guy? We don't know. We have no clue because I understand it's a new staff, but they they found three guys that worked out really well at Pittsburgh like they did. And, and if that works at Nebraska, then great. But we always talk about running the ball and finding a guy, a dark horse that we can just pound on for 25 carries a game every single time out. And they didn't do that at Pitt. But I'm I'm confused. They ran a lot of plays. They they ran a lot of plays. Keep in
2: mind they had two more games to get these stats too. They sure did. Which is important because they did finish 77th in rushing last year. It's not like this is a a rushing offense necessarily. I mean, they had
0: 150 rushing yards per game without having a quarterback-designed running system. Like, you're you're running for 150 yards, and the majority of those rushing yards are from your running backs. And this is, this is where I'm kind of confused where Nick's going with this is that they had a three headed monster that ran for 1,700 yards. Like, if Nebraska had three running backs running for 1,700 yards in 16 touchdowns. It's important. Okay. To- so two extra games. But still, that's 17, huge. that's like 1,700 1, yards. Okay. So take off that 1,700 and make it 1,400. 1,400 yards, and they had a combined 16 touchdowns, so 13 touchdowns. If Nebraska had that last season, we would be jumping for joy, for crying out loud. I mean, I, I just I don't understand how you can say this isn't a different offense because Kenny Pickett especially, the, his rushing yards, a lot of that is scrambling outside the pocket. That's why he's only averaging 2.5 yards per carry. Right. This isn't designed, we're going to have the quarterback power up the middle. Pittsburgh doesn't run that offense. And I'm telling you right now, I would take 1,700 yards and 16 touchdowns any day of the week for Nebraska. And I know you said that they are uh, pass-heavy, which Pittsburgh was, and Mm -hmm. when you have the best receiver in the country, that certainly helps, but... I'm not. I'm not sure how we're how we're getting this. The offense is going to look different. It's going to look completely different. I don't care if you have three guys running the ball. When you have 1,700 yards rushing from your running backs, this is taking Kenny Pickett completely out of the scenario. You have 1,700 yards from your running backs. Nebraska would take that in a heartbeat, would you not? You would, but it's that's it's it's not an
2: overwhelming number. I, I mean, I I think compared because they
0: are pass first,
2: like well, you yeah. said. Yeah, I'm just saying, like compared to. The offenses and the running back position has been a, a big struggle. I mean, that's why Ryan Held's out the door, and you have Brian White coming right. in a whole new offense out, out here. Um, I think your best running back on our roster was uh, SEC All Wide Receiver, you know, <laughs> and, and maybe not. I mean, you can you can argue, obviously, Devine Ozigbo when when he played like seven games and they didn't uh, even identify that he was their best running back on that roster early on. It's just it's been a disaster. So I just want to see, regardless of if I I don't know if you need. I think that the days are a little bit past you where you need. Um, you need one guy to carry for eighteen hundred yards. You know, if you have if you have a group, you know, because it it just takes a toll on those type of guys. There's going to be injuries. Um, you'd love to have it. There are there are those guys out there here and there. But I mean, look, can you look up the leading rusher last year? Even um, I don't know if it's it's going to be for, it, nationally for Pittsburgh, just nationally for for anybody with like the top what Kenneth Walker had. Because I don't think it was um, maybe comparable to what it was five years ago. It's uh, it, it seems like, you know, passing is kind of taking a step up, not just in the NFL, but in college football. And, and the it's, running it's,
0: back by committee is it's kind of the, the new thing. Running back by committee is, is huge. And this is the the biggest thing that I want to mention, too, Bach, is we talk about establishing the run, and a lot of that is yards per rush. And I don't want to use the, the whole team because there are some enigmas in there. I mean, Jordan Addison averaged eight per rush. Your backup quarterback averaged nine. We're taking that out completely. I'm talking about your three leading rushers. Uh, Abinaconda, five and a half average, Vincent Davis four point two, Rodney Hammond Jr. five. Like that—that's establishing the run, right? I mean, that—that's that, the biggest part. Is if you can have a rushing unit that's averaging four yards per carry. Pittsburgh had a, a, a solid offensive line that was a big part of that, and we can have that oh, yeah. discussion and later. And a the game to that, open up the yeah, run and that, we can All discuss that, that later. But if this is the offense that we're running and we're having four yards a carry. I'm I'm just confused where Nebraska fans would be upset with this. It, it sounds like a match made in heaven too with Casey Thompson, a very similar quarterback than Kenny Pickett. Is he Kenny Pickett? No, absolutely not. He's a first round draft pick. Similar. You they can escape they, the pocket. They put
2: a good plan together. A lot of this is just gonna have to do with that offensive line, and if it, You're it right. going, and then you know you can run for. 400 yards against the Georgia Southern. If you're struggling to get to 60 against Iowa, what difference does it make? You're so right. we'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will, uh, we'll catch up with Brian Munson of on three sports, our Tuesday tradition coming up next year on the of water cooler.